Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me are my fellow agents. We have Anthony. What's up? And Shabazz. Anthony, you're going for like a a Johnny Utah kind of thing, eh? Was it Johnny Utah? Uh, you're, like, you're like, what's up, dude? I'm you know, a California as, surfer, dude. As an agent, <laughs> that's how I would like say hi to people. Like, what's up? What's I'm up? A, that's how we. I'm that's how he's FBI answering the agent. night phone. <laughs> right, exactly. He's answering the night phone yes. that way. I like that. Yes. I like that. I mean, I'd be, you know, I could be like fighting for my life, but if I heard somebody go like, what's up? I'd be very happy. It's like the you old know, my circumstances would change. Yeah, the yeah. old Budweiser <laughs> commercial immediately. What's up? We don't get a lot of calls on this phone and you no. know, the first person to really call me is going to get a really cool what's up i'm sorry yeah I'm just, it's, that's, it's just that's how i roll the- that's how i roll i just how I, <laughs> fire me fire me from the white house <laughs> shoot me i think they will i think they will try to you. shoot me because yeah i can't be shot you'll I'm, escape i'm the night agent Oh, okay. I was, are you a ghost? <laughs> What's, the I am the go ghost you? of the White House. Interesting. <laughs> they call me Ghost Protocol. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, man. Anthony's, Anthony's quick today. I love it. Of course, today is a very special edition of the movie podcast because we are talking to the cast of The Night Agent, which is a brand new thriller series that is out now on Netflix. And let me run down the cast who are joining us today on the movie podcast. Of course, we have Gabriel Basso, who is the lead of the show. Uh, we also, you know, we also know him and love him from the Kings of Summer. So that's a film that we've spoken about a lot on the movie podcast. So that was really cool. We have Luciani Buchanan, who's also fantastic in the show. We have Sarah Desjardins, who's a fellow Canadian, and she's also in Yellow Jacket. So we get to talk to her a little bit about that. And of course, we have Academy Award nominee, the talker of tortillas. It's Hong Chow joining us on the movie podcast. We have a great show lined up for you. So make sure you tune in for all of the interviews. Uh, Shay, thoughts on this lovely group of cast members joining us on the show today? What a what a fantastic group. And I mean, we got pretty much the entire cast for this show. I mean, uh, what, we're seeing like maybe one or two main characters from this, but man, we got everybody. I mean, the and president wasn't on it, right? The president don't have wasn't the president. on it. Um, I'm also thinking of, oh my God. The president's dog the president's is not on our show. The president's dog isn't on the show either. Crazy. We got the whole cast pretty much. So it's phenomenal. The show's wicked. Like it's got this very grounded action realisticness to it. Uh, very reminds me of like the, the Bourne series a lot with how they filmed the action as well. Uh, and also one of my favorite shows, 24, which we've talked about as well. A lot of those vibes are present. And I mean, the characters in this show do a fantastic job. So to get to talk to them was really wicked. And and like you alluded to earlier, Daniel, Kings of Summer, one of our favorite movies here. And getting the chance to talk to uh, Gabriel about that was really fun. You could tell that it totally made his made his day when we brought up that movie. Yeah. Because I'm sure that was a very pivotal moment for him uh, in his life. I think so. You know, like you, he's probably wondering, I wonder if somebody's going to bring up the Kings of Summer today. And guess Absolutely. what? We did. We one hundred percent did. Anthony, thoughts? Because we got to speak to Sarah together. Who was? Uh, she's great in the show. She's great in Yellow Jackets. I think she has a lot more greatness to come. What are your thoughts going into these interviews? Yeah, always good to talk to a fellow Canadian. Uh, learning a little bit more about her character and even what she brings to the Yellow Jackets this season. It's it's amazing year for her for um, Sarah. So yeah, like we love to have her back on the show and just continue that conversation. We were saying that like we can clearly see Sarah becoming like someone in the mcu or maybe like the 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 dcu we never know like but i clearly could see this this actress becoming something bigger 
and much more famous in the long run for sure. Oh yeah, she's she's fantastic. So there's definitely big things in her future. And of course, this is the movie podcast. You could catch brand new episodes all throughout the week with reviews and interviews on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox at the Movie Podcast. And make sure you go check out the video versions of this episode on YouTube. We have the videos of everyone we're talking to. If you want to see our faces next to their faces, YouTube is the best place to do that. Make sure you like and subscribe, leave a comment, let us know. And of course, join our Discord. We're having some great conversations in there. But without further ado, please welcome the cast of Netflix's The Night Agent, starting with Hong Chao, followed by Sarah Desjardins, Gabriel Basso, and Luciani Buchanan. Hello, Hong. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Wow, two, two for the price of one. Okay, exactly. Oh. That's our name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. Of course. Congratulations also on your Academy Award nomination. We absolutely adore you and your performance in the Whale and the Menu are really some of the best of last year. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they were two very different projects, so I got really lucky uh, getting to. Um, just really create and play in very, two very different worlds. Um, both both great projects, but yeah, very different. Yeah, Absolutely. very different. I, I was going to ask you, you may know already, but your line reading of tortillas in the menu has been a very big hit on the internets. Uh, did you anticipate that being one of the most iconic scenes of last year? Can you explain to me why? I <laughs> <laughs> internet is mysterious <laughs> i really yeah. don't know i mean you I don't question it. Was read it but uh, yeah I, I shouldn't question i'll just go with it <laughs> <laughs> no it was lovely to see so we're, we're we're very thankful for it it's brought us a lot of joy this year in the, night agent, <laughs> in the night agent you played diane Farr, who is the white house chief of staff and someone who will do whatever it takes to keep the country safe uh did you enjoy getting to play a character whose morality can be very ambiguous Yes, but I think anybody who works in politics, you could you could say that about, right? Because I mm -hmm. think if you're a successful politician, it means that you are really good at wheeling and dealing and, and problem solving and uh, maybe even bending the truth a little bit on, the, on any given day. So um, I think there are so many characters on our show who you're not quite sure what to think of because um, it's about survival and, and getting and winning, right? Absolutely. <laughs> about your team winning and, and getting your agenda uh, accomplished. So it was really fun to get to play. Uh, I had never worked in this genre before, this uh, in political thrillers, even though I, I enjoy watching them myself. I had just never had an opportunity to, to play in this world. I was also a fan of Sean Ryan, all of his preview shows. So I wanted to work with him and, and see what it was like um, to be in, in one of his shows. Uh, I read the book uh, prior to, to joining so that I could you know, see what the scope of the, the show was. He, but but Sean really veered from the book, I think. And um, I asked him what, he wanted to do like why why the show and, and what did he want to say with it and mm -hmm. um something that stood out to me was that he wanted to explore the relationship between men and women their professional relationships uh, how they get things done how they um disagree with each other and um 
I thought it was a, it was a great opportunity to get to do that because we do have so many discussions these days about um, power dynamics and about um, you know gender roles and and um, equality and 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 what that looks like and I think that it was interesting that it was happening both on screen and off screen because. Um, the president on our show is a, is a woman and um, you know, that hasn't happened yet in, in the right. actual United States. Soon. So, so that was, that was interesting. And, and then in our actual making of the show, I think there were a lot of writers who were getting to step into the writer producer position for the first time. It was a big learning experience for them. And it's always nice to, to, be in that environment when people don't take it for granted and they're, they're learning as they go. So they're obviously there mistakes that are being made, but I think mm. that when we're having this whole conversation about um, uh, giving people opportunities and, and, um, and having some sort of uh, goodwill to, to a newer generation of storytellers who are coming up. I think it was really nice for Sean Ryan, who has obviously had so much success and has had such a, a great track record of, of doing shows. I, I thought it was really nice to, that he was actively trying to, to participate in that. Um, and of course our two leads there, it's their first big, <laughs> big yeah. show lining it. And, and that's also really fun to, to get to be a part of that when, um, you know, nobody's been jaded and <laughs> they haven't, <laughs> haven't been doing this for 50 years. So it was, it was, it was a nice environment and energy to be around. Absolutely. And, you know, we absolutely love the silver fox look that you went with as well. So we <laughs> thank you so much for your time today, Hong. All the best. And we, can, we hope to talk again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Take, Take care. care. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm so good. How are you guys doing? We are so good. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast. We love whenever we get to speak to fellow Canadians. So this is awesome. Really happy to be here. Let's <laughs> do it amazing no you are popping up everywhere and have two massive shows dropping within days of each other with the night agents and then yellow jacket season two what's going through your mind this week what's going through my mind is i love what i do with a deep passion but this is an introverted human over here <laughs> i hide it well but i'm just like i'm trying i'm honestly doing my best to like be present and take in as you were saying like how amazing this is. I'm so grateful. It is such an amazing thing. And like, I started, I'm 28. I started acting when I was 16 and like 16 year old Sarah would not believe this is happening. So I'm just doing my best to stay grounded, stay present, get some quiet time when I need it with my cat and uh, just let it soak it all in, you know? Absolutely. Love that. No, it's been great. It, it's it's amazing to see. And like, literally, you, you've been in some of our, our favorite shows and leading up to this. So to see, you know, two massive shows dropping so close to each other, it's going to be an amazing week for you. So just take it all in. Take it all in. Now, you and Fola Evans have a great relationship in the night agent. What was it like to work together in creating that bond? love her so much um so really quick fun fun story is that uh she shot a show called siren for a long time and that filmed in vancouver where i'm from where we also shot the night agent and we met once a few years ago on a plane as we were flying to comic-con 
her for Siren and me for the show called Impulse that I have a deep passion for. Um, and we met on a plane. We had one little interaction because uh, we had a mutual friend. And I just remember I spoke to her for maybe 30 seconds, but I was like, oh, if I could talk to her for longer, I would make her my best friend. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, she is so what she has such a beautiful, warm energy about her as a human. She's such a kind, special person. And honestly, that's, that's chemistry that we have together was just kind of immediate. Um, so it was fun every day to work with her. I'm so glad I got to go on that journey with her. And like, we really are truly great friends. So I just, I saw her last night at the screening, but we had tea the other day. Like, yeah, it was fun. Like, all I can tell you. And I'm, she's definitely a friend for life that I've gained from the show. And I'm very grateful. I love that. No. And, and I think you definitely see that on the screen. You see that there is a connection between the two of you that you spend so much time together. So that, that shows in every scene that you are in together. So just a so testament to you too. Amazing. Now Maddie is in a position of power and influence as a vice president's daughter, but also vulnerable because of her father. How did you balance those two aspects of her character? And what did you find most challenging about playing her? Well, okay. I really connected to Maddie in the sense, not, not the vice president's daughter thing. That's, I haven't experienced <laughs> that before, but, but um, with Maddie, I think what she's really struggling with and you're right, she does have power in certain ways, but it's almost something that she doesn't want. What's interesting is that she is seen by many because she's the vice president's daughter, but how she's feeling is that nobody really sees her for her. And that's really what she's looking for from anyone, but also in herself. I think she's feeling a little lost. And so what happens in the show is somebody does see her. And unfortunately for her, when that happens, it sets her off on this journey that she did not sign up for. Um, so I, I would say that the most challenging part of playing her was um, probably the inciting incident when everybody checks it out, we'll know what that is. Uh, moving forward um, was a challenge for me to shoot, but it was so much fun. And I definitely grew as an actor. And while I have a very challenging dynamic with my father in the show, as you will see, uh, I'd actually worked with Christopher Shire, who plays my dad in the show. He actually played my dad in another job. Uh, it was a guest star on a show called Debris that was on NBC. And we did that last year and um, he, we had a very different father-daughter dynamic in that. <laughs> <laughs> but we, again, we already kind of had that relationship established. So that was something that while the subject matter is challenging and, and sad, um, we already had that connection. So again, I felt very safe and it was a very, well, I was going to say enjoyable, but as enjoyable as it could be. I've been <laughs> right. experienced. Definitely. No, there's so many great moments in the series. Uh, what were your favorite scenes to shoot in The Night Agent? I think on the more serious side, the inciting incident was actually one of my favorite scenes to shoot. Um, again, everyone will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it was so challenging. But also, um, I don't, I'm doing, wanting to protect spoilers, but um, Andre Anthony plays a character in the show. And uh, he and I have known each other for like eight years. And we went to acting class together and we've done scenes together. And I was so happy to have him with me on that journey again, to feel so safe that we could just really go for it. Um, and I loved doing that. It made me realize how much I love action. 
And then also what's uh, another fun scene, honestly, like any scenes with like Fala and DB, uh, who are my two secret service agents who are with me again, they are just like such kind souls. And I really enjoyed playing up the, like, I wouldn't, what's the best word to describe Maddie in this sense? Like her more playful side, sarcastic side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am very much like that. And so it was so fun to get to do that in a character that wasn't like, it was like, it was still fun loving. It wasn't like bratty, if that makes sense. Right, or at right. least I hope it, that's what it came across. No, it, it did <laughs> not come across as that at all. Like it, you definitely see the fun sides. And when she's able to let that out, I, I think that really shines in the show too. So you, it definitely comes through. Don't worry. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sorry to interrupt you. I was just but considering. Say Go ahead. <laughs> my last couple characters have been a bit more um, like moody teenagers. It was just fun to let more of the fun side out where I could. Definitely. I was going to say, it's pretty cool that you have so many other connections from your past all kind of end up in this series, which is amazing. Yeah, that is the most that's ever happened on any job. And I, it was wonderful. It was so special to like get to work with so many people I'd worked with before, but in a much bigger capacity. Like yeah. it's something I'll always remember. Very cool. Yellow Jacket season two is also starting this week. We're excited at the movie podcast. What is exciting you the most about the season? I think what's exciting me the most is one, all the, everyone in the show, how incredible everybody is in their roles. Like I truly love watching it as a viewer. So I'm excited to see it just as much as you guys are. Um, and also I would just say that I've been so fortunate this year that our showrunners, Ashley Bart and Jonathan have allowed Callie to have more of an expanded role this year. And so I'm just very excited to, I, I like, can't say anything, but I'll, I'll basically <laughs> say that I'm very excited that we get to delve into more why Callie is the way she is and why she acts the way that she does. And perhaps like how you know, her childhood, her upbringing and her parents' actions and how that affects her. Um, and in, within that, I like get to work with Melanie and Warren and, um, so much more and honestly like even in the serious moments of the show like we have so much fun together they've taught me so much about play and just being free and letting go and I'm someone that I wouldn't identify myself as a perfectionist but I think just how I grew up like I I tend to like feel like I need to control everything and so they've really taught me a lot about like releasing that and the beauty that can and the fun and the special stuff that can come out of letting go and so yeah they've taught me so much i love that sarah thank you so much for your time congratulations on everything that's going to be coming your way and we hope we get to talk to you again i'd love to chat with you guys again this was so fun thank you so much thank you so thank much you. hi gabriel and hi Luciana. how are you doing hi. today good, good. How are you guys? thanks Good, we're good. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. And congratulations on the show. Thank you Thanks. very much. Gabriel, first of all, we just want to tell you how much we love The Kings of Summer. We watch it every <laughs> summer. Cute. That's awesome, man. I always love, you know, that's one of those movies where, like, when people comment on it or tell me they love it, it just warms my heart. <laughs> because 
I don't know. It was such a unique film uh, for what it is, and we all spent so much time in the woods just being buddies. Like it literally feels like someone watched a home video of you and comes up to you and is like, "Man, I love watching you as a kid run around the woods." And you're like, "Oh, thank you. that's creepy, but no. <laughs> we were kids." Uh, absolutely. It was so, you know, our, fir- our first question for you has to be: Then does this take place in the same universe? And did Patrick change his name, move to Washington, and join the FBI? I don't th- to escape his parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, I'll go with that. That's pretty cool. Uh, Luciani, you know, Rose's world really starts to crumble around her right from the get-go. What was your preparation like for the role, and how confident now are you in your hacking skills? Uh, now, have you played this character? Are you genius bar level? Like Apple store oh level? gosh, I, I can't even remember my passwords for things. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, I think it's this, and yeah, I, I keep telling everyone that I still type like this. So, hunt and pick. <laughs> <laughs> Five days later, but. Man, I can't imagine how people actually hack. It's it's a whole nother brain. It really is. It really is. No, I'm curious. Uh, you know, when you're preparing for a role like this, was there anything that surprised you? Like for both of you, was there anything that surprised you about like just how these agencies or the U.S. government works when you're you know researching like how to play these characters? I think the biggest thing for me was the ambidextrous shooting. Like, he has to be able to switch from right and left hand. Because I shoot in real life, and I enjoy shooting. But the biggest thing for me was I've never really um, had to switch. And it's all about, you know, cutting the pie around corners and peeking and all that stuff. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. But that surprised me, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would just ask questions I'm like, so, Hong, what is a chief of staff? (laughs) What what do they do? And she's like, oh, yeah, well. Yeah, so I I, I ask you a lot of stuff. (laughs) What what are we making here? We're Canadian. We don't really know either. Okay, cool. We had a lot of questions, too. Okay, cool. Just pretend. For Gabriel and and for both you, Luciani, you know, what was your training like to get night agent ready? Like, what was the physical preparation for that? It's all him. I tend to stay in shape in real life like because I enjoy competing in martial arts and fighting and, and stuff like that. So I, the transition into um, Peter and stuff was sort of seamless. But the martial art actually was I, what, what I wasn't anticipating was how different stunt fighting is from real fighting. You know, because the whole thing, you're not supposed to telegraph in stunt fights and, or in real fights and then here you are stunt fighting and throwing a left hook from here. You know, it's just like, it's, so it's way different, but it plays on camera. So that was the biggest shift I had to make was like, I know this doesn't feel like it's working, mm-hmm. but it is working. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and you see it, and that we're, we really hope that uh, we'll get to get another season of this, because I think, especially where the season goes, there's a lot of opportunities to tell a lot more stories in this. So, uh, yeah, I would... We really hope we get to see another season, for sure. I hope you're right, man. <laughs> but it's out of our control. So I'm just glad you enjoyed you know, the first season, regardless yeah, of what of happens. That, yeah. that means a lot. No, and you, you could see just how much fun you guys had while doing it. You, like, you have every scene together as well, too. So yeah. uh, yes. we really hope you get to see more of you guys together. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so, you guys much. so much. And we can't wait for everyone to see the show. Take care. Mm. Likewise. Have a good one, guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. And... Welcome back, agents. Anthony, Shabazz, we're all still alive. We have not been taken down. Uh, Anthony, how are you feeling after those interviews? You know, it's it's so funny that, uh, you know, this tortilla internet 
thing that happened it's crazy that it's just it's become so big and and Peng Chao <laughs> being like at the center of it is also amazing but yeah no i think everyone you know i i, I really like the show i think it had a slower start for me personally but like i really got into the characters and it really did feel like 24 and then learning about everything that they've done to like to create this world i look forward to you know the second season if there is a second season hopefully there is a second season because i think this is going to be one of those shows that we we haven't had an espionage thriller in a really long time that really connected with people so i hope this does and you know i look forward to having another one yeah i'm right there with you i'm i'm there day one for a sequel for sorry a sequel season a, a season two of this because i think where the show ends off that run of those last three four five episodes uh like you i think the show was starting i'm like okay we're you know we're laying the groundwork and then it really takes off come episode five and six so if you're watching it and you're wondering should i stick with it stay with it because i think it goes to a really interesting place and it goes to somewhere that i'm like yeah i really want to see these characters continue shay how are you feeling post those interviews Feeling great. I mean, getting to talk to Hong was was an absolute treat. Like you mentioned, Anthony, uh, it's it's great because we had all these questions written for her, and we only got through two of them because I didn't expect that one question to just really take up her time. But it really just shows how much she loves this character, um, and it's 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 apparent in the show. And it's apparent in the interview. Uh, they're all fantastic people. And it was just a blast getting to talk to them. So I'm, I'm really grateful. And again, the show is fantastic. It's really wicked. It, it is that spy espionage thriller that we we kind of need right now because we don't really have much out there. Dramas seem to be populating the landscape. So to get like a nice thriller out there is always is always is always welcome. I love it. Thank you again to our friends at Netflix for making these interviews happen for us. We have lots more coming your way. Of course, this is the movie podcast. You can catch brand new episodes all throughout the weeks with reviews and interviews and all the latest movies and series. Main episodes will be returning very, very soon, so stay tuned for that. We just had an incredible live show at Toronto Comic-Con with Eric Bauza joining us, the voice of Bugs Bunny, and so many more. So make sure you tune in for all of that and all the incredible reviews and interviews that we have out right now. Now, we have lots more coming. April is on the way, and there is some really cool stuff happening. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you tune in to the movie podcast on all podcast feeds on YouTube. Join our Discord and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. Our show notes below have all the information you need and more. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. 